Welcome to the King Kelso Podcast, your weekly dose of the real, unapologetic, and mildly entertaining views of what's going on in the world today. You know, without the usual BS. But my friends, if you're easily offended by foul language, opinionated views, this ain't the place for you. check this shit out. <clears throat> what I need to do, man, before we get started, I get a couple of things off my chest. All right. First of all, if you have a home warranty to anybody, don't expect them people to do a damn thing. Nothing, man. They're going to do very minimal. I promise you. They have yet to prove me wrong. Every time they come over here, either they can't fix it, or the half-ass fix it to where they got to come back again, get a couple more of those $75 charges out to ass, and then miraculously it's fixed. So if you're wasting your money on it, stop being a goofy and knock that shit off and um, just pay for it whenever it breaks. So that way you know it'll get fixed all the way. There won't be no BS, man. Trust me. It'll save you in the long run. I promise. Alright, second thing. Man, I used to think I was tough, right? I used to think that I could maintain my composure under just about any and all situations. I've been through a lot. I've seen a lot. I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. But man, let me tell you. When the AC goes off, man, the baby comes home. Listen, <laughs> it's so goddamn hot in this house. And the problem is that it's hotter in the house than it is outside. How is that even possible? Why is that even possible? Right? I've already spent a week with no AC. Dying. Till I finally broke down the last couple of days. When I stayed at my kids' house. Alright? So I enjoyed two days with the AC. Middle of yesterday. Now take that back. Not even two days. A day and a half. Look at the thermostat is 77 degrees. Nobody likes 77 degrees. So I'll turn the thing on. The thermostat down to 60. Put it on auto. It kicks on. That joker been trying to get to 60 since 6 o'clock this morning. Now it's at 81. And this is after they already fixed it. Like I told you earlier, man, they half-assed everything. They have yet to fix anything in this house completely. Right? And I think the companies are in on it. They come out here and they do the bare minimum. Because they know they It's like... uh. A doctor doing Medicaid. They ain't going to do shit because they know that I ain't going to get reimbursed all the way. You know? But it's just me ranting. Because it's hot, man. It's hotter than Satan's nutsack. 
It's hotter than two rats fucking in a wool sock on a tin roof in the Sahara Desert. It's hot. Alright? So don't ask me shit else about nothing today. I'm just going to tell you a whole bunch of shit. Alright, so no, it's hot. Alright, so let's get off the heat. Let's get into something more personal. Alright, so I've been dealing with my dad. Recent health issues. And it's kind of a, it's a shock because he's been fairly healthy, you know, glaucoma and diabetes have been the biggest thing. But he's pretty disciplined with the, the eating and the counting of the carbs and all that. But the thing that, that bugs me is that he can't, he's not using his discipline to completely eliminate the processed carbs. Because the doctor hasn't told him to do so yet. Right? But see, the, another problem is that all his doctors are old as fuck. You know? So they don't understand that you don't have to have bread with your sandwich. You can wrap that mug in lettuce. You know? You don't have to have a roll every time you eat a bowl of soup. You know? It's just... It, they're so far behind that they're not willing to budge. It's just ridiculous. So they, I'm not sure if they get a kickback on the insulin that they're prescribing. And I'm sure they get some money, but I don't think it's enough to put anybody home's way. But anytime you counting to have enough carbs for the day, but they're in the form of cookies and bread and crackers, you're messing up, fam. You're messing up. You know, that's just to be coming in the form of broccoli yams, shit like that, right, because you have to eat enough of that to where you won't be able to eat a damn thing else if you try to maintain a certain level of carbs per day, right, so we're dealing with him, first it started out as cancer scare, and it did exactly that, it scared the shit out of me, you know, because he and I, man, we've only really been close for the last three years or so and it's gotten closer these last year six months seven months or so <clears throat> so to be faced with the thought of not having him around after we've spent so many years just being totally jackasses to each other and now it's I love you on a regular basis that was terrifying and it's still terrifying right but I had all these plans you know, to have this retirement money, go to pay all these different things. So in a couple of years, I'll be not financially set, but I'll be pretty sound, you know, based off the things that, that I'm working on. I had it all laid out, you know. I had saved money to pay off bills, you know, whenever this retirement day came. I had it all, man, mapped out. But life told me that those plans weren't mine to make. You know, there wasn't, and um, it was difficult when I first realized. I'm like, man, so what I'm gonna do? I had all these thoughts of, of uh, I was gonna do the business. I was gonna pay off my debt, go get another job, put that money into the business, and do all these different things. <clears throat> but it didn't happen. You know. 
because I have to be available. Even if I'm not with him every day, all day, I have to be available for if something happens. I can get him to the hospital or I can go visit, whatever. I Man, whatever's needed, I have to pick up medication, drive them around to appointments, whatever whatever it is, man, I need to be available. So I, I decided not to seek full-time employment. And I'm just really focused on trying to get my insurance business off the ground. And um, now this shit is going the way I want it to go. I'm making some progress, but not the progress that I want. You know, my dad's not dealing with the cancer right now. He's dealing with heart, heart issues. You know, got to stand in, start to bleed, been in the ER, got admitted yesterday, started bleeding again. It was just, man, none of this shit is going away. I planned or, or hoped. But even with that said, I feel so very fortunate that I'm able to be around. You know, that I don't have to ask someone, can I take off to go be with my dad? I have my parents. So even though my plans didn't go the way I wanted, I hoped, everything turned out the way it was meant to be, I feel. Right? Because it would really suck if I couldn't take my dad to the doctor or my mom to the doctor because some guy wouldn't let me off work. Or because I had been there a short period of time and I haven't gained any time off, you know? So, I don't know. I guess the more to this quick story is that you can plan all you want, man, but life going to kick you in the private parts. And you have two choices. You can fold up, hold your junk, and cry. Say, woe is me. Or you can stand tall, head up, chest out, Never show that pain, and you keep pushing. You know, for me, I did a little bit of both, to be honest with you. But now I'm head up, and I'm chest out, and I'm handling my business. So, man, just be ready for it. Don't get so messed up about why your plans didn't work, or you're some type of failure because they didn't. Nah, man, life changes everything. You got to roll with the punches. And that's it, B. That's all you can do. You know? And that's that's all anybody can do. So that's all I got for you today, man. And I'm going to try to chop it up with y'all on a more regular basis. <laughs> you know? Uh, try to share as much as I can. And when I say can, I mean physically without crying like a little, little baby. <laughs> so... That's it for today. And this episode of the King Kelso Podcast was brought to you by Legacy Insurance. This insurance, this insurance company was founded by disabled vet, ex-police officer, and its primary target audience is first responders because he believes that. Everyone wants to show them respect. Everyone wants to get, tell them how much they mean to them. Thank you for your service. But nobody's educating these guys in, into uh, into the areas that are most important. Protecting their legacy. Protect 
and, and protecting their family and building their legacy. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to help them build and protect because I am the owner of Legacy Insurance. I am that veteran. I'm that ex-police officer. I am that first responder. So, three things, man. Forgive quickly. Love hard. And live happy. Thanks for listening to the King Council Podcast. If you enjoyed yourself today, please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes so others can enjoy the show as well. Yeah.